Welcome to Salem Stories, a podcast by the Salem School District discussing topics of interest to parents, students, and the Salem community. I'm your host, David Halpin, and this is Episode 3, Making Mistakes and Growing Brains. The Salem School District embraces an educational philosophy that encourages mistakes and rewards continued effort. These are the foundations of a growth mindset and the key to creating better learners. Today's podcast explores the differences between fixed and growth mindsets and why failure is not only acceptable, but encouraged. As you get your test back, again, I want to remind you not to focus on what your score is, but let's take a look and see how you did on it. It's Friday morning in Kelly Berry's middle school math class and students are receiving the results of a recent geometry test focusing on two- and three-dimensional measurement. Look at each question. You may have got a question or two wrong. Look at those questions and try to decide what you missed. Mrs. Berry has been teaching sixth grade at Woodbury Middle School for 15 years. This is a critical moment for her students and an important factor in how they develop as learners. In sixth grade, when the students take a math test, the emphasis is less on how they score on the tests, and it's more about how do they learn from their mistakes. And beyond that, how do we keep the learning going? Mrs. Berry is talking about helping her students develop a growth mindset. And while this test marks the end of the unit of measurement, it isn't the last time these students will be using these measuring skills. Their understanding of the subject is a work in progress and a building block for the higher level math concepts to come. On a district level, our ability to infuse this philosophy of a growth mindset into teachers and students promises to have a profound impact on the learning capabilities of our graduates. The theory of growth mindset is really about how we view intelligence. People with a growth mindset view intelligence as something that can improve with work and effort. In contrast, people with fixed a fixed mindset believe that a person's intelligence is fixed. Essentially, that we are all born with a certain level of intelligence and it doesn't change regardless of effort. That was Angela Markley, Director of Mathematics for the Salem School District, talking about the differences between fixed and growth mindsets. She wants to challenge students and grow their brains. One way we describe this to students is through the comparison with other muscles in our bodies. Students seem to understand that, you know, if you work hard physically, your muscles will grow and that the same is true of your brain. As educators and parents, it's really important for us to understand how these mindsets influence our students and the way that they react to feedback and effort and struggle and even failure, and that these responses affect learning and their success. I asked Angela to help us understand how student mindsets influence the learning process. Angela, why don't I throw out some one-liners that compare a fixed versus a growth mindset? Okay, sounds great. Fixed mindsets avoid challenges, growth mindsets embrace them. We want students to embrace challenge in the classroom. One way that we do this is by talking with students about productive struggle. We want them to understand that struggle and challenge is a necessary part of the learning process. You know, one of the things I I tell my own son is that if it's not hard, you're not learning. And in the classroom, we want students to even self-monitor their own learning so that they're always challenging themselves. 
You're trying to create this culture that challenge is where you grow and learn. Fixed mindsets give up easily when faced with obstacles. Growth mindsets persist in the face of setbacks. As adults, I think we would all agree that mistakes, failures, setbacks in our life have helped us grow and learn and become the people we are today. We want students to see mistakes and failures the same way in our classrooms. These mistakes and failures and setbacks are really learning opportunities in their path to success rather than something to avoid. Fixed mindsets see effort as fruitless. Growth mindsets see effort as the path to mastery. When learning is approached with a fixed mindset, effort is, is seen as evidence that you are not smart. If intelligence is fixed, a person is either smart or they're not, and you should not need to put forth any effort. In the classroom, we have to be careful about how we praise students when something is easy. If we praise them because they were able to complete a task or grasp a concept quickly, we are sending a message that promotes speed and effortlessness. What we want to develop is a mindset that I'm only learning when effort is required. Fixed mindsets ignore useful negative feedback. Growth mindsets learn from criticism. As teachers, we are similar to coaches. We want to provide students with feedback about ways that they can improve. Students that see this feedback as a part of the learning process tend to improve and grow more than when it's seen as negative criticism. There's a quote from Bill Belichick that sums it up very well. It is not about talent. It's, it's about dependability, consistency, being coachable, and understanding what you need to do to improve. Fixed mindsets feel threatened by the success of others. Growth mindsets find lessons and inspiration in the success of others. In our classrooms, we strive to create learning environments where it's less about being competitive with others and more about being competitive with yourself. Our goal is continuous improvement. We all have unique strengths and struggles and we learn and develop in different ways. Students who can see these differences as an opportunity instead of a threat are more willing to learn from each other. One of Angela's goals is to work with staff and teachers to identify the triggers that bring about a growth mindset in themselves and their students. Through professional development trainings, Angela is helping to develop a curriculum that embraces growth mindset principles in order to grow understanding and skills. As usual, if you're unhappy with your score and you know that you can do better, you know that there's still some learning for you to do and you can improve, the retake is always available. I'm back in Mrs. Barry's classroom. Students receive their test scores, but they also receive something else an opportunity to work for a better grade and a more complete understanding of the material. Well, the test is not the end for the sixth grade students. This is an opportunity for them to grow by reflecting on the mistakes that they may have made on the test. The students will receive a self-assessment retake contract, which they take home and they evaluate where their mistakes are. And then in my class, what I like to do is they come back in and we conference together and I try to evaluate where their misconceptions are so that I can help them learn the concept before they retake it. All right guys, so we're meeting today to go over your geometry tests. You've all done a really nice job, put in a great effort, but some of you have made some mistakes and I know that you can improve. Right, so does anyone want to share? Well, I had a common mistake that I uh, understand.
Just because the student hasn't mastered the skill yet, I don't want them to give up. So in a conference, I really like to praise their efforts and give them a lot of positive reinforcement. They will have to face challenges again in future math classes. So taking this strategy of analyzing their mistakes will help them become a better learner. I think um, it's good because like when you get older, you, um, like you'll have to know this stuff and like it's good to know it like really well before you move on. The emphasis on building a growth mindset in the district starts young. I stopped into Barron Elementary School to see how Sarah Dakota is helping her first grade students avoid the pitfalls of a fixed mindset. I'm wondering if you could help me a little bit. We know the difference between fixed mindset and growth mindset, yes? Yeah. What's yeah. fixed mindset? What is fixed mindset? Who can refresh Ben's memory? Maggie? Um, I think it is like a fixed mindset is like, oh, I, I can't do this. This is Sarah's third year teaching in the district. Following her master's program that included extensive research on the growth mindset, she's been excited to bring these lessons to her classroom. She explains that with this age group, you're likely to first hear a fixed mindset before you see it. When students demonstrate a fixed mindset by saying that I can't do this or this is too hard, I usually check in with them to see what exactly was hard about it and make sure that they've given it a try. They do know that I'd like them to try it a few times before I step in and help them. And typically when they've figured out how to get through that challenging activity, we stop and think about how they really didn't give up through the process, even though it did pose many challenges for them, and that how staying positive helped them to have a growth mindset. What if I had a growth mindset, Carter? Um, I can't believe I did this. Never give up. You gotta keep on trying to get this. I can do this. I have a question, though. What if you make a mistake when you try something harder now? Good. Helping brains grow is what education is all about. As parents and educators, we can help develop powerful learners by encouraging and rewarding effort and understanding that failure is an important part of the process. Thank you for listening to this edition of Salem Stories, Making Mistakes and Growing Brains. We've been discussing the differences between fixed and growth mindsets and why failure is not only acceptable, but encouraged in Salem schools. I want to thank Angela Markley, Mrs. Barry, and Miss Dakota, as well as their students, for sharing their stories with me today and inspiring me to adopt a growth mindset and work to improve the next edition of Salem Stories. You can find more podcasts and other Salem stories at the Salem School District website, sau57.org. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or download our mobile app. I'm your host, David Halpin. And you've been listening to Salem Stories, an informational podcast produced by the Salem School District.